Hi, welcome to Qubytes, your bite-sized pieces of quantum computing. My name is Rene from Alarm Reply, and today we're going to talk about quantum computing for physical simulation. And that's a topic near and dear to my heart. Um, having myself worked on physical simulation for computer graphics back in the days, right? But not in quantum computing. Uh, but, you know, how you can do physical simulation with quantum computing, we will talk about that today. And for this, I'm very honored to have a special expert guest today who works with quantum computing and physical simulation, uh, Professor Eduardo Inazio Duzioni. Hi, Eduardo, and welcome to the show. How are you today? Hi, Henry. I'm well, and thanks for your invitation. All right. Uh, Eduardo, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background as it relates to quantum computing and physics and all the things you do? Okay. Well, I'm a physicist. I got uh, the bachelor degree uh, more than 20 years ago <laughs> at the Federal University of Santa Catarina in Brazil. Uh, I started work on quantum optics in my PhD. Then I gradually moved to the field of quantum information and quantum computation. Uh, but okay, I always quantum computing fascinated me because there are uh, very interesting topics. Then in 2018, I decided to open a startup called uh, Quambi. And there we developed quantum algorithms to approach commercial problems. And then I started working uh, on problems like uh, uh, quantum algorithms to solve fluid, fluid dynamics problems and solve partial differential equations and so on. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's that's quite a career here. And, uh, and you're also a professor, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, well, you should mention it. <laughs> yeah, let's dive into today's topic. And I saw you recently gave a talk at a conference about uh, quantum algorithms for fluid dynamics or CFD, right? Compute computational fluid dynamics. Um, I, like I said, right, I have implemented my own kind of fluid dynamics simulation back in the days, but that was a thing called um, SPH, like smooth particle hydrodynamics. And it's been like, oh, I don't know, like more than 10 years ago. Um, and that was, of course, more for, like I said, for computer graphics, right? For visualization. And the nice thing is if you're doing physical simulation for computer graphics, you have one goal. It has to look believable, right? But it doesn't have to be physically correct, right? And I think that's the main difference if we're talking like uh, fluid simulation for like computer graphics compared to real proper CFD computational fluid dynamics, right? And uh, and I guess for your scenario, it's really about precision and not that it's just looking good, right? And, you know, doing water and smoke and mirrors kind of a thing. And so can you tell us a little bit about uh, how quantum computing actually helps you in the field of fluid simulation and what you are doing there? Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, uh what we know today about quantum algorithms to solve partial differential equations is that there are some situations in which uh, it's possible to get quantum advantage over the classical counterpart of these problems. For instance, uh, the, the Nagy-Stokes that are equations that solve fluid fluid dynamic problems uh, they are partial differential equations, so it's possible in some some situations, not all situations, at least uh, what we know today, to get some speed ups. 
in particular case, exponential speedups, but in other cases, polynomial speedups. So, uh, based on that, we are studying a quantum algorithms to solve the solution of partial differential equations, basically in quantum flow dynamics, motivated initially by the Airbus quantum computing challenging that uh, started in 2019. So since then, we I'm I am I am working in this in this topic. I mean, find quantum algorithms that are able uh, to be applied in the Nisky era to solve uh, partial differential equations and basically applied to fluid dynamic problems. Gotcha. Well, that makes makes a lot of sense. And, and for the for the audience here, if you're not familiar with with that kind of stuff, the Navier-Stokes equation, for example, is a famous um, equation basically that um, describes how you can uh, simulate or how you can compute the behavior of fluid dynamics in the end, basically, right? And so that has always been a big challenge to compute that. Like you're saying, it's it's uh, very complex to simulate and uh, very very uh, computational intensive. And uh, it's the Navier-Stokes is basically based on the mathematical principle of partial differential equations, which are, um, well, of course, hard to compute, uh, especially in a scale, right? Because you don't just want to simulate like one fluid particle, but like, I don't know, millions of them, right? If you want to simulate water or like certain behaviors like smoke and all of that stuff, right? Um, well, that's impressive. So basically, you're you're saying um, we're using a partial differential equations or we can solve partial differential equations with quantum computing. And uh, that leads you to the basically the, the fluid simulation in the end, right? Um, what, are, what are some other applications and examples you can think of where quantum computing is used to simulate physics? Um, I, I guess, like, since you're going with this generic approach about using basically how can I solve uh, partial differential equations with quantum computers? It can be used for a couple of other things. So I could also think about, you know, classical mass spring models, right? Where you, which are used for simulating cloves, for example, like clove simulations are typically based on the, the good old Newtonian mass spring model. Um, of course, there are more fancier ones available. So I guess that would actually be easy, right? Yeah. Okay, well, quantum computers can be used to simulate it as originally proposed by Richard Feynman, mainly in quantum systems. That was the basic idea. So, but now we, we, we know that we can extend uh, the, quant the, uh, the application of quantum computers to other problems. You mentioned that simulation of clove. Yeah, as, as you already mentioned, clove, is described by partial differential equations in which you have masses connected by springs and damping, etc. So I, I believe that uh, is a special case of partial differential equations. So I believe that it's possible, yeah. yes, to get to get speed up in this case. Well, that's that's actually like, like you were saying, right? I, I didn't like before we talked. I didn't understand you actually are not just solving. Uh, CFD, like computational fluid dynamics with quantum computer, but it's actually more generic approach, like how can I solve potential differential equations and with quantum computing? And, oh man, there's, this is a huge use case. There's so many things you could do with that. So yeah, totally makes sense what you just said. Um, for us, for example, at Reply, we are working a lot on uh, and focusing a lot on today's impact and uh, 
are using a lot of quantum-inspired compute, computing solutions, like, for example, quantum-inspired optimization, right? And with that, we're already solving challenging optimization problems for our clients where they can get, for example, um, a 20% time saving compared to classical optimization solver, right? And so there's a ton of stuff, even if you uh, use these algorithms on classical hardware, like a GPU array, um, these quantum-inspired optimizations algorithms are in some way already outpacing classical um, optimization algorithms. So this is where, for example, we uh, at Reply see uh, quite a bit of impact already today with quantum computing, although the hardware is still a bit in its infancy. But there's also quantum security where you can already see impactful things. Anyhow, my question for you is, in, in your opinion, um, where are you already seeing the impact with quantum computing these days, especially in your area, in your respective area of physical simulation, right? Ah, okay. Uh, well, as, as far as I know, the impact of quantum simulation, impact of quantum computing to simulate physical systems is notable today just to simulate atomic physics like spin systems, etc., called the atoms and so on. This is quite clear today. And it's possible to find new phases of matter, etc. This is very nice. But more precisely, when you deal with commercial problems, it's, I, I don't know, and quantum advantage today. Yeah, gotcha. But yeah, I mean, there's a, a ton of stuff. And uh, like you said, like the Abu's quantum computing challenge, for example, um, think about aviation and, and all these things, like I said, right? I mean, this is so, so complex um, of systems, super complex systems, right? That have a tons of attributes, tons of, if you put it in an equation, it's a huge equation with lots of variables you don't know, right? And uh, and you need to use like, things like and uh, partial differential equations and being able to solve those with quantum computing is uh, providing a ton of impact, I think, in, uh, in the next couple of years. So, Wow, that's that's impressive. Um, I think we could talk much more about our fun topic of physical simulations and whatnot, uh, but we're already at the end of the show here. Uh, thank you so much, Eduardo, for joining us today and, and sharing your insights. It was very much appreciated. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you. Thank you for your invitation and thank you for the opportunity. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Alrighty, and thanks everyone for joining us for yet another episode of Qubytes, your bite-sized pieces of quantum computing. Uh, watch our blog, follow our social media channels to hear all about the next episodes when we release them. And you can also, of course, always watch the old ones, right? Um, take care, be safe, see you soon. Bye-bye.